bad. I have to be on Rumble because of freaking um, uh, Nato Sumo. Nato, yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason. Oh, uh, Nato Sumo and then Power Slap. Like Hayden in yeah. uh, Dallas Sumo's on Power Slap. <laughs> yeah. So and that's the- everything else on there. I'm like, I just, <sighs> oh crap. It's I all, hear some all, wild stuff. I'll be it's, like, it's Lizard <laughs> Illuminati. I know. It's like <laughs> Illuminati and the Lizard people. And it's like. <laughs> Also, my favorite part of the SoCal Open was y'all talking. Oh, I didn't no. know that y'all didn't know it was like you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I forgot. I'm like, it's okay. Don't worry. It was some sort of award. It was just so great. Sabrina, you were like, no. I, it fell. It spilled. Yeah, the coffee spilled all over the place, and I was just trying to adjust the table so it'd be at the right height. And like, uh, oh, it's okay. We cleaned it up. It was we got through it somehow. Where we were with you the whole way, and oh. you know, stronger love. So we were here for it. We'll still talk about it. I had no idea there was a hot mic until I looked at the comments. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Uh, like look we're still embarrassed about it to this day man listen you offer all this shit that people say on hot mics that was mild (laughs) (laughs) yeah a whole lot of other shit at least we weren't like you know the lizard people from the hollow earth told me that the (laughs) earth is flat or whatever but yeah, <laughs> or whatever we if we were to start like arguing and like you know calling each other like it's like whatever dingus. <laughs> Put the plug in the fucking outlet, you butt munch or some shit. Yeah, we <laughs> call each other really goofy names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so it's uh, maximum effort uh, org. Is that a good word for it or what? Uh, Foundation. Foundation, foundation. Meth. Okay. <laughs> the meth. Meh. The meth. It's meth, isn't it's it? It's meth. Oh. Meth. <laughs> like the kids like meth. Meth. Methamphetamine. Meth. meth. <laughs> yes. Meth. If you let me. <laughs> <laughs> meth diver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So JJ's doing like he was—he's like putting together some of our footage from Japan. Oh, nice! And I chew so enthusiastically. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like filming JJ here. it's like when we first started doing the podcast i became very aware of all of the little noises that my mouth makes which i refer to as macaroni noises because it sounds like yep they're the macaroni It's funny because so she'll sit there and she'll like like you know it's super quiet. I'm just kind of hanging out in the chair. She has the headphones on, doing the mixing. Out of nowhere, I'll just hear kind of a slam on the table. She's like, "Ah, macaroni!" (laughs) (laughs) That sounds kind of like a curse word. (laughs) (laughs) That's my life. I'm like, what is that sound? It's just. Yeah, yeah. 
They fed us so many times on that plane. Who am I not to eat everything? (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, um, I was afraid to watch the interview that you guys did with us after the consulates cup. I thought mine was great. I was terrified because I was so drunk and <laughs> I just thought that I couldn't have possibly sounded coherent or like made any sense whatsoever. I was I was positive that I was going to sound like an idiot, but actually it sounded uh, really good. Christina, you are a fantastic interviewer, actually. You are amazing. We need to do our podcast, for real. Yeah. I think of like different names, like sick babes, whatever like that. Yes. Oh my God. all types of... Interviewing with you is so like, so fun. I I love meeting like other other women and femme folks who have a a, a critique of like the patriarchy yeah. uh, uh, like you know being being a disabled person and and just being like funny as hell like all those delightful intersectionalities because <laughs> people always are like oh you're a critique of patriarchy and spring i'm sure you get this where you're like telling people i think dudes are fine Some some of y'all get put in a position to uphold a toxic thing that isn't real. Exactly. And and it's like your critique makes you like a bad guy. And then people or people are like, oh, you understand it so much. So you don't joke. You don't like, no, I'm a full motherfucking person. Yes. Ratchet, radical. And (laughs) I do what I want. Like people just don't understand the concept of, um, like these these systems of power you know they don't understand that it's not any individual person it's like institutional they don't know what that means so they take it personally yeah like the whole status quo it almost just kind of seems like they're just knee jerk defending the status quo instead they of don't just kind of they're defending half the time exactly you know? thank you but anyway from both of you guys is uh y sumo i which everybody's why sumo i i learned something especially since i have to like go through and in audio is still my struggle on the streets right that's just gonna be my thing for a while <laughs> and, but as mic. i was there i was like okay all right so how do i clean that up so i had to listen like to yours in particular like 10 times oh no <laughs> like no and it, it was it was dropping knowledge and then i was like well what do I do? And I think yours might have been the first one. Where I was like, I'm going to add in captions and see how that goes. Are there it just, captions on mine? Oh, on mine. I know there oh, are yours. captions on yeah. yours. Yeah, yeah I don't remember captions on That I started captions. I was like, yeah. Those captions were awesome, though. Like, they were all dynamic and, like, flying yeah. in your face. And I like colors that. And <laughs> I, I remember whenever you told me when you were editing that that you had uh like a like kids around so you couldn't like have me like be like super you know like oh, no. so I, I did see like a couple of like of the bleeps you know so it was funny oh, whenever no. like the bleeps would pop them it was just all asterisks and I was all like <laughs> oh no <laughs> it took it a hella, for me to it was hella kids just stop like the, a the translation of like ashta every time it goes she so it would just Beep. I'm like, Damn. And then I have to go through and then try to finagle with it a little bit. Yeah. It's like, there's shit here. It's like, it's there's a lot of shit. 
Exactly. Today we have with us the illustrious. What does illustrious mean? Is that a is that a good uh, adjective? Yes. We have the illustrious Christina Griffin Jones and JJ Jones from Honusumo in San Diego, California, for the third time <laughs> on the Sumo Punks podcast. Welcome, you guys. I'm so glad you're here with us today. How you guys doing? We're doing great. Um, we uh, recently got back from what DMV? Yeah, DC. Uh, so well, DC. DMV. God, that place gives me social anxiety so bad because like you're, you mean you're Delaware? just packed in with a bunch of people and they're all staring at you and the fucking bright lights and it, stuff. DC, Maryland, Virginia. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That makes sense. That makes sense. We need to go yes. to a San Diego DMV. We got we got nice ones out here. Really? Because there are not nice ones here in Texas. No, there's <laughs> six months wait at every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> we have one nice one that's right uh, next to the border that nobody wants to go to. It's beautiful. It's so nice. Ooh, I will make sure once I finally get out there to hit up the DMV on your <laughs> suggestion. It's going to be the pho place and then, you know, maybe the beach and then Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> you don't even drive. <laughs> so so that sure frustrates the, the hell out of me. Expired. <laughs> An expired ID. <laughs> They're like, we can't. We're from somewhere else. We can't help you with this. You're like, nah, help me. But no, but, DMV. Um, uh, d uh, D DC. Delaware. DC. No, DC. Maryland. Maryland. Virginia. Virginia. DMV. So it doesn't got anything to do with Delaware. No. I'm I thought sorry. it was. A, my Delaware keeps, it keeps interrupting my brain for some reason. Yeah, me too. So. DC. District of Columbia. Yeah, I, I know one person that lives in Delaware and that's it. So the, basically, you know, uh, uh, East Coast Club, uh, the person who actually started it. Romeo? Romeo, yeah. You've been showing me some of Romeo's stuff on. Uh, for months? Yeah, for like months now. <laughs> on Instagram and stuff. Yeah, and, and he's freaking hilarious. I want to like. That's talk what to I that hear, guy. yeah. On Instagram, you gotta check it out. <laughs> no, I've seen it. Did a Y sumo with him and <laughs> oh no oh no he holds a mic I'm like oh man I can't wait for the all the podcasts to get you oh I know <laughs> I know I've been I've been wanting to interview him for like a while and then um Romeo I, come on our show <laughs> I saw Kaylin like had done like a little um kind of sound check or like little video test you know with him I saw that too yeah he's <laughs> talking Okay, what do you say? Is like if any of you Nagoya Bashos think you could come down here and you know, I was just like, whatever. <laughs> no, that was hilarious. I was like, no, no, just that. 
quick little quip like that. I was like, no, that guy's got to be on the show. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. But what was your experience actually like being out there and, and getting to hang out with them? It was super rad. He has a really great spot um, that he was connected through his judo club. It, it's called the Compound. Mm, I think so, yeah. Yeah, the Compound. When I, and the it's compound. in uh, Maryland. 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 <laughs> um, pretty dope. I, I was super impressed by the venue. Um, when we got there, it was only a couple people. It was him and one of his students, uh, Evo. But super knowledgeable he like lives on the the uh tom zabel book which is fantastic yes you know which i think everyone can learn from including myself 100 percent. because i'm like eh, you know i got a couple communities that are that i know for sure like the big ones and then i know my but you know sometimes the little details the little details there's a lot of little details in there and him and jay are both like judo cats so seeing them talk about judo amongst like us kind of like non-judo people, it was like watching your mom talk to her best friend about like, <laughs> you know, you know, you're like, you're like, mom, who is Nadine and why is she why is she a skank? Why? <laughs> and they're talking about like judo moves. <laughs> so we're just like sitting there as like like they it, it just was, you know, you could see the love that Romeo has for uh for, for judo and how he's like using that in sumo. But it just was it was so fun and funny watching Romeo and JJ <laughs> just like go back and forth. And it, it's like, yo, y'all really like judo or, or you all really, <laughs> really know about this. And they at one point start speaking like just Japanese to each other. And I was like, all right, man. <laughs> I love it. I just I mom, can I go to the car? It's <laughs> funny. You're they're just sitting there. It's like, well, you know, you don't want to do an uchimata until you practice your ukimi, and you're like, wait, what? I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty much identical to part of the conversation. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly how it went. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and like, I, like Romeo's like style of teaching the class is like, te- you know, teacher, you know, teacher learner at the same time. And um, and yeah, it was just amazing. Like his uh, the warm up. I don't know if it was warm in there, but I I was warm. I was a little <laughs> beads of sweat. Was... I guess that's why they call it a warm up, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, the sweat was sweating, and I was like, um, but not nah, like super fun. Yeah, just just amazing. If you if you're in the DMV area, you gotta you gotta hit up this class. Yeah, you got to. And uh, that's like a testament to it, right? You. He, he has a little bit of, uh, he has judo experience and that judo experience brought him into sumo. He watches sumo. He understands like the sport as being a fan and was like, I want to do that. And he just reached out to the Federation on Instagram. Thank you, Kellyanne. Kellyanne. <laughs> um, you know, just reached out and was like, hey, you know, she tried to connect him to a person that has, I think... DC sumo and I guess he's not active right now um so he was like well I'll just do my own thing and that's where it went from there that's awesome oh yeah well if you could put in a good word for us and let him know that uh sumo punks is on the lookout for him we want him 
Oh, they yeah. want to be the first. We <laughs> want to be the well, first. Well, they were the first. You're going to have a blast. You're going to have an absolute blast, y'all. It's going to be. Wait, did you guys actually do an interview with him? Yeah, yeah. they did a white sumo with him. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Fuck. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but what? But, so but that's a different thing. Why so sumos are like, it's really getting to know the person and they yeah. get to pitch their game and have fun and. You know, it's a it's a little different. It's not that sit down. It, it, yeah. This is it. It's a stand up. This is a date. This is our third date, y'all. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Like his uh, style of writing Keiko, you know, like how, um, you know, generally you start like, you know, with your stretches, your Shiko, Suryashi. Um, did he kind of run like more of like a traditional Keiko or was he doing more of like uh, something more judo related or... It definitely was a traditional one. Um, we uh, the style that he follows a lot of the time is um, he takes a lot of uh, inspiration from Justin because Justin puts up his full Keiko like yeah. the full thing mm -hmm. online. So he sees what he's doing. And he's like, okay, that's like a framework for what I can do, right? Uh -huh. And then he kind of goes from there. And Justin, if you guys haven't watched any of his live ones, you should really. Spend the time on a Sunday. I mm -hmm. I I like to work on Sunday because that allows me to get off like two days. I like Friday, Saturday, so I get one day in the week, one day off, you know. Um, yeah. but Sundays I like to just watch Justin's classes, right? Just kind of be there. And it's yeah. like a bird's eye view kind of deal too. He sets it up like pretty high up so you can kind of see everything happening and he really mixes it up. So what you're saying is this new DMV club is actually sort of an honorary Texas club, right? Since it was spawned <laughs> from the Texas method, so to speak. I was, was going to say this. I, I Justin is from California. Okay, let's go. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I, I guess that's I, true. I, we met him in California. I trained with him in California. He, we're from, you know what? It's a Takeshi. Yeah. 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 Yes. So that, that's that's what I was going to say is like the lineage, because like Dallas, like our Keiko style comes from, you know, Justin as well. And so, uh, but all of that all comes from Yama and Takeshi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we're all a part of that lineage. Yeah, really, it, it all started in California and has just spread across the country. Yeah, that's my great, great grand senpai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I did want to talk a bit about another thing that you guys have been working on for a while. Uh, your foundation, the maximum effort. Uh, would it be appropriate to call it a foundation? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maximum effort foundation. So tell us a little more about that. What do you guys get up to with that? So it was like, it was born out of, you know, me and JJ's like, you know, want to just to make sure that as many people uh, who wanted to participate uh, could and like financial barriers weren't a thing. Um, you know, our club, Honu Sumo, um, you know, we don't we don't play that shit about when we're <laughs> like, yo, we want everybody to be able to participate. So um, we have a. Uh, We've always had that commitment to make sure that uh, uh, folks, you know, from all genders, you know, non-binary included, right, 
are able to participate and uh and just feel feel at home um so this foundation was like a cool way for us to be able to to like do both right kind of be able to have like a mutual aid arm where yeah. we want to we want to raise enough money for like uh kids and adults and teens right and the people who support them to be able to join them in competition um, for me, that's like super personal because when I went to, um, you know, I had JJ with me in Japan for the Sumo World Championship. But then when um, when me and Kelly Ann went to the World Combat Games, it just was so like I, I, I lost the match to like my favorite baddie in the world from <laughs> um, I forget where she's from, from Poland. No, she's not from Poland. Um, I forget. I'll send it you to y'all. Or no, mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. yeah, she's from Poland. Yeah, yeah, she's is. I think her name was Rita. I mess, I mess up. But she, <laughs> but she's so sweet. And uh, every time I go against her, it's just like uh, it, it's always a uh, uh, just amazing. And I just like love women in sumo so much. But um, but after you know, it was like one of those things where it was like, oh man, if I would have done this, I definitely would have got it. And I got off the stage, and you know, I didn't really have no one there to, you know, like kind of embrace me and kind of give me notes and, and yeah. JJ is so special uh, to me because like, I think, yeah, cause I, I love him so much inside the dojo and outside of the dojo. And he was the one that like brought me into sumo and, and it was just like, you know, just feeling mad, like, oh, why isn't he here? And, oh. and of course, Kellyanne was there, but Kellyanne had to make history. Like, we understood the assignment. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so it was like feeling that way and really feeling like, you know what, like, let's um, let's let's bring kind of this vision, you know, to life, you know, and, uh, you know, yeah. So that's yeah. yeah. So obviously, like um, the federation can't figure out how to uh, pick a, pick a coach. Um, yeah, you'll like provide a coach. So being able to pay for uh, transportation for a coach is huge. Also, mm -hmm. we had uh, juniors that weren't able to go because they didn't have money. Yeah, we yeah. Had going without parents because they didn't have the money. Yeah. Right, it all gets down to this money situation, and since the federation is um, basically has their own foot in their ass, <laughs> it's our job to kind of bridge that gap, right? Yeah, and yeah. Not just about sumo, right? Yeah. It's also about other activities. Like um, we want to make sure that if somebody wants to do junior lifeguarding in San Diego, yeah. that they have that. <gasps> wow. experience. Yeah. Um, for me, it's. Um, like a big thing of when I was younger, I really was trying to push to the uh, to get to the Olympics. And I was able to compete at the I think it was the 20 the 08. It was either 08 or 06. There was a qualifier. But that was pretty simple. All you had to do was drive to where it was at and do it kind of like sumo, right? Yeah, But then the following season, they were like, all right, what we're going to do is you have to have E-level ranks and you have to go to different tournaments around the world Ooh. to get these points. Now, mm -hmm. if you're in a like community that can support you, like uh, like Helen's brother is, was, is in a really good community 
where he was able to fly out to different locations to get these points. I wasn't in that same situation. So instead, that was the end of my Olympic dreams. Right. And that's me in particular. That's I'm just one person. But if I'm one person, I'm sure there's others. Right. Absolutely. That's something we were actually talking about recently. Uh, We just recorded an episode, the the end of the year uh, amateur sumo awards episode with Grand Sumo Breakdown and uh, Saki and Sumo and Kyle Farader was there, too. And um, that's one thing that did come up is how, you know, these these financial barriers to entry are are making everything is so um, unequal, you know? I think like the purpose of the Federation should be, uh, you know, to make sure that our athletes can go to, you know, global competitions and to make sure that, you know, US, you know, the sumo in the US is on the map that people know who we are and that we are, you know, capable sumo Tori. And if they can't do it for us, then we could just do it ourselves, you know, like, like it sounds like you guys are doing with the Maximum Effort Foundation. It's like, well, if not them, then let's have a different thing. Uh, have you guys talked to... Was it George Ferris? Uh, yeah, remember what they were talking about? The- yeah, they were talking about uh, George Ferris is trying to start like an association, kind of like a union uh, for the Sumotori to oh. uh, kind of like more have like more collective bargaining power like with the Federation, Mm -hmm. you know, so that, you know, there could be more of um, people looking out for our own interests, you know, outside of the Federation so that we better know how to approach them to, you know, request uh, the resources that we think should be available from them. I think Marky Noss was mentioned in that conversation and a few other people. So definitely uh, reach out to those guys. We can try to get you in touch. Uh, but i think like you know the the two together would be uh like even more beneficial for everyone so yeah but but what you guys are doing it's not just um you know just just restricted to sumo it's you know other martial arts and not even martial arts but other activities you guys had mentioned yeah yeah, the life uh, junior lifeguards so here in San Diego, they have a junior lifeguarding program and that program is, you know, it's dope. So if you qualify for it, um, you can qualify, you know, you can apply for a scholarship for the junior lifeguard program. But to qualify for it, you like have to be able to swim a certain like like a certain speed and you just don't hop in a pool being ready to swim those certain speeds and thinking about when I was coming up as a swimmer, um, you know, uh, the neighborhood, the neighborhood I lived in, our pool went from being open year round to only being open during the summertime. So when we would go against uh, other parts of the city, uh, more resource parts of the city, that their pool stayed open longer. We were, you know, at like a disadvantage if you didn't have like access to another place to be able to swim, which mm-hmm. meant transportation, which meant maybe you had a, a YMCA membership or something so that you were able to swim. It's just like, you know, things like this, like it shouldn't be it shouldn't, you know, money shouldn't be the reason why you can't be great. And it shouldn't yeah. be the reason why someone else is a champ and another person isn't. I think of like all the sumo folks, we are yeah. hardworking individuals and, and and like, you know, and like too, Kellyanne, Kellyanne is my hero and she works so hard and she busts her butt. And I, I 
I love that she's up there because it's not only like all the things she represents, but also like uh, a dope individual who's out here working hard in inside the dojo and outside of the dojo. So yeah, yeah, yeah just wanting that. Yeah. And we have that, uh, that policy part too, where we want to really fight back against, um, you know, just against uh, stupid, um, stupid folks trying to make sure that everybody can't participate. Like yeah. a lot of people are uninformed about uh, trans athletes, non-binary athletes. A lot of people don't know their rights as yeah. trans athletes and non-binary athletes and um, and also athletes with disabilities. Yeah. You know, I, I go out there with my pump like you know, tied down and stuff. And I have to make sure I submit my therapeutic use exemption. Mm -hmm. um, if I didn't have the support of like JJ, because, you know, ha having a chronic illness, you get depressed in it because you have it forever. You get tired of it. And having JJ be of support and being like, okay, Christina, this is the countdown and having Kellyanne, like this is the countdown to the, the uh, competition. Have you submitted in your therapeutic use exemption? And um, having that support really, uh, really is important. And again, it's because of the community I have, but I couldn't imagine if I didn't have that. Yeah. And that is something important, especially for people who are who are new to not just sumo, but any other kind of uh, sport as well, you know, is knowing what your rights are within yeah. those activities and organizations that are associated with the activities and whatnot. So all of that is just fucking amazing you guys are some of my favorite people not just in the sumo scene but in like anyway <laughs> i have so much love for you guys and for what you do i'm like almost in tears just hearing about like what you guys are building for the future for like all these people so i just want to say from the bottom of my heart thank you for being like the awesome people that you are Thank you both. <laughs> so, you know, like on in my, you know, perspective, I, I see, especially, you know, since I've been watching, you know, a few of these world tournaments, uh, I see places like Norway and Poland, you know, they have governmental infrastructure for their sumo. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. like, you know, like here I am, you know, working like 40 to 50 hours a week and barely having time to train whenever these guys get to train, like, I don't know, however many, you know, hours a week or days a week or whatever. Yeah. But I think... Um, um, if we were to, and, and I'm sure that their governments probably help them travel, you know, to get to these different competitions as well. Oh, but you know, if you think about it, they do. Oh, they do. But but think about this, you know, in America, a lot of people have to crowdsource, you know, their medical bills. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, oh well, you know, it looks like I got to get my tonsils removed. Can you guys uh, yeah. share my GoFundMe? You yeah, know? if it's not like the NFL or. Uh, you know, baseball or some shit like that, then they don't give a fuck. They yeah. really don't. And so, so that sucks, you know, that we have to kind of crowdsource our own freaking, you know, medical bills, but then having to crowdsource, you know, athletic and events. And all this other shit too, you know, rent, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, no, but, but through, you know, the principle of mutual aid, which is something that I, you know, yes. hold dear to myself, that is a value right. that you know, I very much identify with because mutual aid has helped me, you know, uh, pull myself out 
out of some really bad situations. And, you know, on the other side, I've, you know, used some of my paychecks to help other people, you know, get out of those bad situations. And it's just, we can't depend on the infrastructure of any type of government or organization, it seems. So it's just imperative that we have to do it ourselves. Yeah. And that was one of the main tenets, you know, of even, even our podcast, you know, DIY, do it yourself. DIY! And that's one of the things that I loved about Amateur Sumo as well, is it very much has a DIY spirit that we have to kind of do things for ourselves and yes. with our friends and our peers because Collectively. No, one, no one else is going to do them for us. So we have to make sumo. <laughs> we have to make these things happen, you know, for us, you know, by the fucking people. Yeah. So that's that's i really really fucking love that not that, that just hearing that you guys have this foundation as it really has fired me up because it's it's just like yes yes this is like this is exactly the type of thing that we're about it's heartbreaking that like yeah, yeah you can work you can work so hard and not make it you can be the best in your state you can be the best in in your country and not make it like yeah like what because it's yeah, it's just, but it, it was, it was something, you know, me and Jay talked more and more about, you know, we, uh, our community, they came together, you know, to make sure we were all set up in Japan, like sponsors and stuff like that. Like my mom's company, like said, said it was like, Hey, you know, we can't give y'all a lot of money, but we'll give you cell phones with international oh, awesome. data. <laughs> so y'all can call anywhere. Like, you know, y'all can call where y'all out of town out of town. And um and me and JJ were like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna bust our butt uh this this year so that we can um we can live lavish and go to the Nintendo store for Christina. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I have a little I have a little little Nintendo purse that I don't wear anywhere, but it's fine. <laughs> that kind of makes me want to talk to the um the people here in Texas, you know, and see if maybe we can get something started to kind of support the Texas people cuz it was kind of it was kind of sad especially for some of the youth competitors yeah. seeing you know their their efforts to like kind of raise money for this big trip cuz they had qualified mm -hmm. for the world championships and then ultimately not be able to go or like like Zeus, who had to go by herself at the age of 14, 15, however old she is. But, you know, there were there were parents of other competitors who kind of took over, um, like, a guardian sort of role and made sure that she was taken care of. So yeah, It was Kaylin. Kaylin watched out for her. And Christina. Oh, you watched out for her? Okay. <laughs> Zeus is amazing. Zeus is my hero. Zeus yeah. <laughs> just future um and zeus is just such a just a beautiful smart soul but but yeah like if zeus wanted to bring somebody right like zeus having that option and and i hope too like with the you know next folks uh coming and qualifying um you know that all of us uh as folks in the amateur scene, that if we can give, we try to give in some sort of centralized way to be able to support those folks or create an Instagram with all their ways to give. And, you know, us as Maximum Effort Foundation, like we're, you know, we're in the process of applying for things and stuff like that. And shoot, what we, what we have, we want to make sure that we're putting our, our money where our mission is mm -hmm. and we're, and we're making that happen. Hell um, yeah. Big thing that um, that I'm trying to do, and this is, you know, it's not quite sumo related, but it's sumo adjacent, is um, 
we want to be able to give by year memberships for uh for gyms for the yeah. right and that comes with like a yeah. commitment right so they um if you've ever done any high school sports or anything along those lines they have you sign like a contract per se it's not a real contract but it's like yeah. a little thing and it's like oh i will be here when i'm supposed to blah 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 and it'll be like whatever the standard and hold up a gpa or whatever whatever yeah. the, the framework looks like for the individual it won't be a blanket one it'll be like a career path for them nice. like i'm a better like um you know citizen citizenship on their end because it yeah. everybody has their own journey yeah a couple students that i i'm kind of eyeballing and i already figured out the actual number and they're not at my gym so i'm gonna have to buy their membership for a different jujitsu gym which is kind of fun yeah (laughs) and And they'll always be like coming up with that whole connection to mutual aid you know like yo this is how my community helped me and now i know that like that's how i need to show up in this world is you know it's, yeah, so I yeah I'm I'm here for that. We're definitely here for that. <laughs> Hell yeah! And I wanted to know a little bit more about you know the the scene there in Southern California and like the changes that have been going on. But first, um, I wanted to specifically talk about your experience with the World Sumo Championships and the combat games because we talked to Kellyanne, we talked to Itan, but we never got a chance to talk to you. <laughs> so, um, you know, what was it like out there? Like, what do you, what would you say were your, your best bouts? What would you say were your worst bouts? Like, what was the whole vibe? Oh my gosh, the vibe. Oh my God. First of all, Tokyo is a fucking vibe. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to leave. <laughs> I don't want to leave. We were in this beautiful neighborhood called Ikibukuro. And I just made a song out of it. Because we, we would get off our train. Ikibukuro Station. Station, station. best little life and, uh, so when we when we got to where the oh man I, I didn't even expect to get like emotional it just Aww. was oh man at the world oh, so w- at the world games oh, JJ I'm so sorry I'm just okay. oh it was just so amazing I'm just, just gonna take your time like be just like in my life forever you know like just something you could just never imagine yourself doing and then just be around have someone who loves me the most in the world uh, there with me and supporting me in, in my corner it just was it's it was amazing um so like you know of course the best match was the one I won like Thailand <laughs> I love you <laughs> but you got your ass beat I love you sis <laughs> It was just, it felt so great, like not being as scared as I was during World Games when we were in uh, uh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was like the second time kind of being on like a world stage situation um, and just feeling, um, you know, I had spent so much time in the gym making sure that um, 
Cause, cause like I had to, I had to cut weight because <laughs> I had learned that I was going to be able to come. So I was in the gym a lot and then like, you know, spending all that time in the gym and then boom, it's competition day. Um, so the match against Thailand, that made me feel really good. I like fell off the, the dokyo. So like, oh, yeah. the, my mom was all scratched up. So I had like <laughs> this little battle scar and stuff. And, um, and then, um, but I think so Thailand was dope, but I, I have to say, like, my favorite, favorite match was uh, it was a match I lost against Japan. I mean, when I headbutted baby girl, <laughs> oh, a gift. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Our heads kissed. <laughs> Our heads kissed, and I'm pregnant now. What <laughs> happens, kids? All right. All right, no kiss. Use protection, kids. <laughs> but, but like that was my favorite. Um, and then also, you know, um, being able to uh, uh, be a part of like. The team that was like, you know, Kellyanne, uh, uh, Eton, Madison, JJ, and Brenda, um, you know, and like Brenda being, Brenda and JJ being there to like encourage us, like talk about like, talk about best partners ever, you know, mm -hmm. like being there to encourage us, get all of our minds right and stuff like that. Um, and my love for community, like, I love so much that like my first uh, medal on the world stage was like in a communal way. Yeah. So it just, so like, yeah, that was, and, and then afterwards, like being able to eat so much good food, it was like, <laughs> a, a, we had a, a world sumo championship arm wrestling. Championship. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have heard of this. <laughs> like, Legendary. Like I gotta, I gotta work on my arms. <laughs> they're a week. Um, I blame my insulin. It's it's insulin's fault. Insulin. Yeah, it's my insulin's fault. Always. Interesting. Always. My shortcomings. <laughs> blame insulin. Uh, it's the diabetes fault. But um, but no, like that, yeah. That that was it. Uh, and like I guess the third best part, uh really being there just to witness uh Kellyanne uh, make history. Um <laughs> Kelly, oh man, and, and and that was the best part of of both of them. Like um seeing seeing the way that Kellyanne like lives her life she visits all the schools she tries to go to she visits all the sumo clubs she trains there she teaches she learns um and has so much like love and respect for sumo and then like she tries to go to so many competitions and everything and and yeah just the just an amazing an amazing individual and um and she like showed the world like like constantly and yeah it just was it, it was a blur but it was great it was hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah, gonna we, think of other best parts but that was like the best part, was no, part. we were talking <laughs> yeah. to we were talking to kellyanne and to uh etan and we were teasing them about like how like they need their their faces on the wheaties box yeah so yeah we're, we're totally gonna photoshop each of y'all gonna get you a wheaties, wheaties box, box too. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. And that picture, which at times I was like, oh come on, cutie. Inside Japan's? Inside Japan's. My oh, oh, the one where you're yeah, that that's oh, yeah. like super adorable. Yes. And then oh, Eton's Notawa picture, though. That one's like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, it was so dope. And then um, yeah, Saudi Arabia was 
<laughs> Saudi Arabia was a little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I heard. Yeah. The gym situation. Like the ladies' gym was like had like mismatched weights and mm-hmm. like two machines. And then hearing about the men's gym being like flavored water, jacuzzi, a pool, a sauna. Damn. The fuck? I was like, damn. I don't feel I don't feel nice. I don't like it. It's like you expect it, but also I know. Like the Friends, disrespect. Really <laughs> it, but yeah. yeah. It was really dope seeing like Venezuela, like kick ass. The Venezuelan team, so amazing. And it's always dope seeing Brazil. Those are like Brazil. our yes. <laughs> was Brazil in Japan. Half Brazil. the audience. It was Brazil, Japan. The rest of the countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're with the rest of the countries. Japan was like just like hard and they had like their own like little chants that they were doing. That was dope. You had um uh Aoyama hanging out with Bulgaria in the Japan section. I saw that, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then Brazil just the full Brazilian flag the whole time. And yep. those, those people could chant. Those yeah. people, <laughs> Hell yeah. We heard him. <laughs> yeah, I love any time that like Rui would get up there and they start going, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> Yeah, we and then in like Saudi Arabia was the same vibe. We saw Brazil. Like, what's up, Brazil? <laughs> we're just like, those are our cousins, those are our family. Like, we're just yeah, it was ah oh, man, it just just amazing. And I think just being so grateful again, like who who gets to do this in their life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and not a lot of people. <laughs> and then, like, you know, like women, women in sumo, like we do this like into our like 50s. Like, I'm yeah. like, let's go. <laughs> oh, I have a little baby real quick. Come back. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> the NHK um documentary that just released. Oh, the women of sumo? Yeah, with uh, Irie Hisano and yeah, and then the one that Christina headbutted. Oh yeah, (laughs) it's pretty good. Is she the one that's in the band? Yeah, she's the one that's in the band that's in the universe. Oh, she's the one you headbutt. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a pretty dope uh, documentary, and I'm like, I see you guys. I see you guys. I see what you're doing. Just wait. I'm gonna I'm level up. I'm gonna level up. I'm gonna have my own little documentary coming out. Soon. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What's up? What's up? No, I, I did like that uh, documentary. I keep trying to get Sabrina to watch it, but she's like, I'm so busy. I have yeah. everything to do. I'm like, no, just sit down and watch it. Sabrina, basically, our lives are the same. JJ yeah. has all these documentaries lined up years of documentaries i have a list of documentaries that i've been meaning to watch too and, and the I ones that i want you to watch <laughs> sabrina we're busy we need naps we need medication exactly there's, and the medication makes us sleepy so there's that exactly yes <laughs> oh my goodness See, uh, she knows your struggle. She does. She does. Kindred spirits. <laughs> but, uh, oh, okay. you interview, but what about you guys? Like, what kind of was like your favorite part of like Japan and, and like Saudi Arabia? 
All right. Oh. I would have to say the juniors. Uh, yes. Because seeing, uh, you know, seeing like, you know, Ben, you know, little Ben get up there. I was like, wow, I know that kid. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. And Zeus, you know, like. Oh, hell yeah. Seeing Zeus get up there, I was like, yo. And then, um, oh, what, what was that kid from Brazil? PC. PC. <laughs> Oh man, it was funny because like dude that looks like a goddamn Terminator. <laughs> ass man, when you look him in the face, he's got a little kid face. It's a little like, kid face. Like, <laughs> he looks like a like a real life action figure, and then he's just like got this like little kid face. Yeah, you look at his eyes, you're like, oh yeah, you're not old enough to drink. Like, <laughs> is it Jared Tadlock? Oh, go ahead. Size of any lightweight middleweight that i've seen like yeah. i looked at him compared to jordan because that's like the same weight i'm like no no he's he's like chiseled like edible but fluffed up all yeah. in. i'm like dang this is scary <laughs> <laughs> the world's gonna have to watch out next year <laughs> i know right no it was funny uh jared tadlock was saying that pc looks like he's like oh man that junior looks like he's already got two kids and a mortgage yeah <laughs> Because he's all, Shh. but no, like um, it was really cool seeing um, the juniors and then uh, seeing you know everybody from U from the USA. On like when the adults went on, that's what I was there for. That's what I wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And whenever um, ask Sabrina anytime anybody that I knew got up there, I was like, oh my god, I know. Them. It's true. There was a lot of screaming at the TV for sure. And <laughs> For the most part, we were sitting down, but there were times when we were just standing for like, you know, and that whole thing was what, was it 10 hours? It was pretty long, yeah. I still remember what snacks I was eating. Like, I had the Funyun-flavored Ruffles potato chips, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and just sitting there in the chair the whole time, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. It, it was, was 4 a.m. Texas time yeah. before things started to wrap up after the team's section. Yeah. And it had started at like, was it like nine in the morning that day? Something like Something. that. Yeah. It, it went on for a long time, but it was so freaking cool. And like, it was a long haul tournament. Like, you know, it was one that we were prepared to like stay glued to the TV for. Yes. And we did. We watched the whole thing both days. I love the women's competition. I loved seeing people competing from like countries that I'm not as familiar with, you know, yeah. like... Um, Italy. I was surprised to see Italy there. Um, yeah, the twins. Twins? Yeah, they were twins. Were there so twins? Low, yeah, so in Italy, they had um, light. one was a lightweight, one was a middleweight. <sighs> Joe went against the lightweight one. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's they're twins. I had no idea. Oh, oh shit. One works out more than the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the attractive twin. <laughs> and then with the, with the World Combat Games, you know, because I we were we recorded, you know, sections of the um, the World Sumo Championships, and then I saw that like you know it actually stayed up. Nobody messed with the stream or anything because I had a feeling I had a feeling there was something was going to happen. It was the World Combat Games. Sony Music Entertainment Ugh. got the World Combat Games taken down. And what sucks we about it recorded that is we should have like just recorded it the second that mm. we had the opportunity. But instead, we can put it on Rumble. 
I, was, I know, but I, I saw, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let this chill. I was like, the link is probably going to be there here in a bit. I'm going to go about my day. I'll come back and I'll download this later. I come back and it's gone. Yeah. The World Combat Games was gone. And we if you try to just put our own music over it and like post it back on YouTube. So I, all the stuff that I managed to get, I just managed to get Kellyanne's bouts from like the first day. The second day is whenever like, I think that was like the full blown open weight, everybody against everybody thing. At least that's what I thought it was but um i got to see uh one of eros's bouts and and i got to see um oh god and we haven't seen her around much lately so i was happy to see her at the combat game yeah it was really good to see her we were just like it was yeah 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 like just oh oh, yeah (laughs) good. but like all the lights and all the music it it sucks that it got copyright struck but like it looked like just a, a Spectacle, like you know, the World Sumo Championships just—it seemed like a sporting event, but the World Combat Games seemed like near WWE proportions. You know, like (laughs) there was a lot of weekend. They had that Tyson Fury fight, I think. Oh, was it? Shit, damn. Yeah, they're spending a lot of money. Um, like that part of Saudi Arabia is spending a lot of money in sports. Yeah, Um, I've heard about that. Like they bought PGA. Um, the golf league and they have their own uh, baseball league and a few other things. There's, they're doing a whole lot of stuff. Like they're spending money. So this isn't going to be the first time, the first and last time we're going to see sumo or that world combat games go to Saudi Arabia. If I have a feeling like in four years, they'll probably buy the bid again. It'll be out there. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast recently that was talking about, um, countries like Saudi Arabia and how they use um, the like various sports and the, you know, attraction that people have to that to kind of, um, you know, give themselves a better image and stuff. Yeah. There was a lot of political really stuff in it. Yeah. Cause they, but, they, you know, they have some issues that they don't want to address. So yeah. they, they'll just, make spectacles and people are going to be like oh hey yeah which you can say the same thing about the u.s too but oh we can say that about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but excuse me yeah bread and circuses for sure but um speaking of spectacles it's almost that time for another competition to start the socal sumo open That's going to be in February. What's the date for that again? February 24th. 2024. Yeah. 2-24-24. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We have people from um, Dallas already. So yeah. we have that. We have uh, people from uh, Dark Circle. So Texas showed nice. up first, and I was really excited about that. Nice. Brain City. Uh, George Ferris is coming out, and he's bringing a good crew with him. Uh, we have our LA people, our San Diego people, of course. I think, um, oh, Jared from Vegas is coming out. So that's going to be pretty cool. Nice. We have people from all around the country already coming through. Hopefully, if um, we might be able to get Minkin out for this one. Uh, Ooh. So he's going to have to do a whole lot of jobs <laughs> to justify flying him out to America. But... It, it might happen. It might happen. We're crossing our fingers. We're crossing our fingers, <laughs> we're crossing our fingers we're and we're selling some like Japanese uh, uh, commentary 
um <laughs> and a few other things like we're gonna have to like really pimp them out <laughs> oh that would be dope as fuck if you guys had japanese commentary for it dude oh, oh hell my yeah God. so regardless he's going to probably do that remotely so regardless that's our yeah. um but it's you know if we're looking maybe we'll have some more bunks i don't know <laughs> but also you know because capitalism be capitalizing that's right, it does, All right? if y'all can't make it we're still gonna unmute your mics super early <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna purposely have some coffee delivered <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to instruct them to spill the coffee. They're going to get at you too. And I'm going to unmute your mic. And then the whole thing is going to play out. <laughs> I think I'm going to have tea that day. <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to get a Red Bull instead. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, it's always, always we, yeah, just like in any SoCal open in the future like it's always y'all so just maybe put us on the calendar forever and until we be February. <laughs> until y'all are able to come out here in person it'd be dope if you could oh, but if you can't you know we're going to figure it out remotely um okay. our transmission's going out in our van i mean <laughs> we got we got bills we were taking care of and it's then, the last one we've been talking about wanting to go out to san diego for the next one and then just within the past few months we've been like Oh fuck! Yeah, like right after right after we moved, it was like October, and we're like, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. but eventually we will make it out there. But we would be honored to host the live stream for the Thank second you know, annual set it up. SoCal Sumo yeah. Open. And uh, um, a new venue this year. It's going to be at the Performance Annex in City Heights. Yeah. Um, which is like, it's a little difficult to explain, but it's a, like a stage with, with stadium seating inside, like four layers, maybe about 40 seats, Ooh. but then it opens up into a courtyard. Oh. In the courtyard, that's where we're going to set up like uh, vendors and, and make it kind of like a full community event. Because it's That's not, cool. we're not charging any spectators to watch. We want people to show up and just have fun awesome. and accidentally get addicted to sumo. Heck yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's the way to do it. So that's really freaking cool. So it's going to be outdoors then? or it's Indoor, outdoor. It's like, uh, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. Because the stage is covered. Yeah, the yeah, the okay, oh, okay. Good. in a building and it has a giant door that opens up into like an outside area. Gotcha. Okay, okay, good. Because I remember living in California and I know in the wintertime it likes to rain a lot there. So mm. <laughs> not only that, but when we were doing the live stream for the Texas Classic, the glare from the sun got mm. so bad that it actually like decreased the quality of our camera so now we have to get a new camera yeah it did <laughs> like something having the to sun it. on it so bad <laughs> and then like matt had to hop on the mic and do commentary while i was trying to like shade the sun because like you couldn't see half the dojo and just yeah the sun is is not good for sumo <laughs> it's it's uh, good that the, you guys are gonna the, have some shade all, all the equipment will be indoors so 
that's all going to be pretty solid. We're technically in the um, San Diego library. So we should be able to like piggyback off of their hard um, internet access. Nice. And that cabling up. I'm like, yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to get hard wired. <laughs> JJ with Ethernet cable. Click. Ethernet <laughs> <laughs> <that> cable guy. <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. Hardwired internet. Yeah, why why Wi-Fi? Who cares about reception? Yeah, I have a wire. Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> I want a fanny pack with an Ethernet cord in it. I know, right? <laughs> now you so have- I didn't even know we were sucking up internet like that. Because each each camera angle mm-hmm. had a computer it was connected to, and that computer was like sucking the internet. I was like, <sighs> I didn't know that. Yeah, and you you know when you're like growing an event, you have like ideas, and then I had I bought like a a camera switcher because I was like I'm gonna do multiple cameras, zoom in on people, blah blah blah, and everything was kind of set in my eyes, and then Christina was like, no, we're gonna do multiple cameras with multiple computers. I was like, I don't think this is gonna work right. Why did I buy a switcher? Oh no. We're we're gonna do like you trusted me. Er, you're gonna see uh, Keiko's like like ahead of time. And you're like, oh, this is really high production Keiko. Yeah, it's just JJ working and testing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like I see Siggy doing it on the Dallas streams. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> so every Dallas stream is like I'm practicing a little bit every day, just a little better, a little better. Yeah, gotta figure out who's gonna write the book of United States Sumo and Technology. <laughs> Who is going to write this book? And on the cover is going to be like Justin. <laughs> it's going to be Justin, <laughs> Corey, Siggy, uh, JJ. It's got to be y'all on there. <laughs> Jake from Grand Sumo Breakdown. Being yep, yep. a to see a cables. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the cover, like those textbooks from high school that always had like the weird covers. It's just going to be some shit like that. (laughs) Somebody in jeans. (laughs) And the fanny pack. Don't forget the fanny pack. (laughs) Somebody get on on, uh, mid journey and like AI that shit up. Oh, but you had mentioned uh, Rain City. Someone from Rain City or a few people had signed up already. Was one of those people Pharaoh? Middle Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Because he came now. to the Pharaoh Texas Taylor. Classic and we got to hang out with him a bit. It was his first sumo tournament. He's only been doing it for like two months and he actually kicked a lot of he ass. He kicked a lot of ass. <laughs> He's been, uh, he does wrestling and boxing. Yeah, so Pharaoh, if you're listening to this and you haven't signed up for SoCal yet, you better get your ass on down there and compete in that competition. <laughs> Go on the internet and sign up. Uh, we're looking on our, our little list now. Oh, no, no Pharaoh yet. All Pharaoh, right. you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> so Mika, get on his ass. As the, um, as the directors of this tournament, we would like to invite you to the SoCal Open. Please come. They're very nice, Pharaoh. 
I guarantee you, you will like them as much as we do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pharaoh had that. We were like the oldest people like at the party, and Pharaoh was like, what, 18? Yeah. And so like I felt like you know we were his, his cool aunt and uncle for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt like we were his weird aunt and uncle. Like yeah. I was the vodka aunt, and you were the. <laughs> I was I was the sober one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I I'm also working to get um some recovery stations set up. Oh, cool. Um, and I so of course they're everybody and their mom is doing like the um what is it called cryotherapy. So I've I've reached yeah. out to a cryotherapy. Uh, infrared station so that we might have that set up there too. oh wow nice. in particular there's this uh new therapy called uh p m e f perf maybe I'm but but they they do like um like a shock wave that goes through your scar tissue Ooh. oh yeah. so i've been oh. using it recently for like some therapy and um, the guys reached out to his corporate. This is Christina's just now finding out about this. Um, I reached it. out to his uh, um, to his corporate sponsor, and they're going to set up a like a person to treat our athletes. And this is That's only amazing. for the athletes, so it's it's set up for the athletes. They'll maybe do like a little interview or whatever, talking about how they feel or whatever. But to have something like this and to be able to like compete is going to be pretty rad. Wow, that is really cool. It's like living in the future. Yeah, because that's that's one thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is like the toll that it takes on your body, you know, and and trying to find ways to um, really put some more emphasis on uh, like aftercare and stuff like that. And like even like pre-care, I don't know the correct terms for this shit, but, you know, making yeah. sure that your body and your muscles and stuff are like ready for this intense thing that you're going to do. And then afterwards, after you've done the intense thing, you know, helping them to recover. That is really cool, As, especially like the temperature thing. That was something I just learned about recently that I'm really interested in. And I kind of want to try that out myself. The cryotherapy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looks pretty cool. You could take an old-fashioned ice bath. I could. <laughs> <laughs> but why, Sabrina? Why? No. <laughs> you cry off. That was the fancy technological stuff. Looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm afraid of ice baths. <laughs> Be like those uh, those Norwegians who like hang out in the sauna and then jump immediately into a frozen lake, you know? Or is that Norway or is it? No, they do that Finland in Nor or? Yeah, they do it in Finland. They all have like their own culture of doing that. Yeah. Like, I think the further in east in Europe, they they start like beating themselves on on the back with like these branches to open up oh, their skin. Yeah. And then they'll go run outside after they're all sweaty and then just like jump in the frozen yeah, lake. Yeah, you guys are gonna have that at your tournament though, right? <laughs> no frozen no naked frozen lake jumping. No naked whipping <laughs> Leave the leave those branches out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave those branches. What other sorts of things can people expect at the SoCal Open? Uh, food trucks. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> nice. We love a food truck. There's out there with food trucks. So if you're listening to this now and you're a food truck in San Diego, come through. Yeah. Um, we're also like, uh, you know, um, all of our uh, booths are going to be free. 
So we really want to, we're encouraging, you know, folks to like hit us up. If you, um, you know, if you want to give yourself a chance and you have a good reputation, like there's no vendor fee, basically. No, no vendor. fee. Oh, nice. We we don't want folks to just like show up. Like if you show up, we're going to be like, Fuck you, go somewhere else. There, but like, is, there, please fill out, fill out a form. Yeah, you can a, only take so many people, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So folks can um like uh the person I go to for like my skin stuff um she's supposed to come out. We're also gonna have community organizations like Maximum Effort Foundation is fiscally sponsored by uh, March for Black Women San Diego. So yes. Yeah. So they're going to be out there uh, sharing info with folks about how they can show up for migrants and uh, and, and Black women at the grassroots. Um, yeah. And we'll have uh, uh, music performances. Mm-hmm. So um, Hell yeah. we have we have one confirmed and I would um, I, I'm really excited about saying it is the Brothers Burns. They're going to go out and do a uh, like a rapping thing. It's going to be fairly clean language because we're out in the community. I don't want to. Yeah. 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 Christian values. Right. Or whatever. Right. Well, profanity hurts my soul. I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) However it goes. Right. Um, But so we're going to have uh, some some music. We're trying to figure out other uh, artists and stuff along those lines. But we're going to have. Maybe uh, I, I have one person that's super, super close um, that uh, does limericks. Oh, Ooh. nice. Super excited about. Nice. I'm a limerick fan, so I really am trying to get them out. Um, and they even promised to do a haiku, possibly. Ooh, nice. We have a few um, wrestling clubs uh, coming out who are trying to raise a little, some funds and stuff for their clubs because they go to um, high schools that invest a lot in like football and basketball, but don't invest in uh, in non-basketball or football stuff. Well, in in particular, it's the um, ladies wrestling of Lincoln High School. Um, One of our competitors that will be out uh, competing, uh, Nancy Cordache, she is the head coach for the women's wrestling there. And they're underfunded. um, And we're trying to do a win-win for them, right? So some of them are going to be competing. They're obviously going to be comped. Um, but then uh, we're going to also have like a fundraiser for them um, and they're going to yes. sell snacks and that kind of stuff. So everything will help those uh, children be able, or teens get to uh, like CIF and things along those lines. Nice. Yeah. yeah no, I know um, women's sports in general aren't very supported either. So that's really awesome that you guys are doing that too. Especially after, um, was it chapter, uh, chapter 22? Oh, sheesh. So that was a real complicated one where they had to even out the sports, but then for them to even out football, which has a lot of people, a lot of roster, they basically just got rid of programs with women in it. Yeah. Which it's dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. Fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I just, I I always hated, you know, growing up that like, you know, like football in particular had been like monopolizing all of the, all of the the school's money. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so much more fun. Are there so many other like cool programs, you know, stuff that I really would have like 
love to do whenever I was in high school if it just had more funding, but nope, football. Yeah. I'm still mad at football, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in my high school punk rock band, we were called the Snot Rockets. We had like several songs on how we just, you know, hated hated the football, which is really <laughs> funny because we all they all grew, you know, those guys, uh, the drummer and the guitar player became huge football fans after high yeah. school. <laughs> But like you know me and jay we talk about this like when our like communities especially like low lower income you know like not you know non-white communities like that's like your that that's the thing you get kind of put into like yeah. okay football basketball you're gonna go to a division one school and then you're gonna make it to the pros or as you get older and learn about things like math mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like bro everybody's not gonna make it and we're putting all of our all of our resources and all of our futures into in, into this thing that's like not a lot of folks make it and not yeah. even like you're not good enough but a lot of good folks mm. don't make it just because of like the the nature of it and yeah. just being like yo what would a what would a world look like where you're able to to be like to be black and athletic in like other things, yeah, um, yeah. You should, you should listen to uh, Warren uh, Warren Sapp talk to talk about The Rock. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, little Dewey, little Dewey." I'm like, "That guy." <laughs> <laughs> he was like terrible, apparently. Really? Yeah, but obviously, in other things, he can ex- he he can excel. Yeah, right? yeah. But in football, it's like. Such it's so cutthroat, and it's the one percent of the one percent of the one percent athleticism, you know. Yeah, and what does that do to people's confidence and self worth, and like kind of connects to the yeah, just so so many things. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be on this phone for hours, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We're closing no. the restaurant, and we're still on our date. We're I know. I know what you're saying. <laughs> But um, I, I know that um, inclusivity is also a, a big part of what you guys do, and that is going to be a big part of the SoCal Open as well. There was a, a little bit of an issue last year uh, with you know a, a certain division that you wanted to have for some of the competitors, something for all adults specifically to be more gender inclusive that just wasn't able to happen at least on camera uh (laughs) because of some of the higher-ups in the federation making a big stink about it is that something that you guys are going to want to try to do this year or i don't think we have the need this year right we like i think we would at this point because Corey really stepped up and Bit that bullet. Yeah. Like now there is no fear of doing that, right? So thank you, Corey. Um, but as of right now, we don't have the uh, the need to do that particular division because everybody falls w- can or will fall within the uh, Olympic standards of genders and such. And right? then, like, if folks, um, if there is an interest for that, like we're we're down for folks approaching us and and us uh, us making it happen because we're prioritizing um athletes feeling you know feeling seen um and uh and feeling comfortable uh par- participating and so that's our our priority 
and and we're open. Awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, for a second there, we were getting like really into like, you know, starting to dissect, you know, like school funding and like prioritizing. I was, I was getting mad. And I was like, and I was like, okay, I just got to chill. <laughs> but like same, like. <laughs> that, that's a podcast in itself. I know, right? <laughs> Like y'all, like for you know, for like me and JJ, especially with like the foundation, like like we we have all these ideas to be able to like bring and you know like this this tournament too is like a, a gift a gift to our, our kids selves. It's and we're like having it in a neighborhood where we grew up, you know. So it's oh, gonna be awesome. kids on bikes and you know on, on scooters, and we hope that like one of those kids pass and like get freaking bewitched yes like <laughs> what is this and they have their phones and they can go into and to be able to sit, to be able to go online and be able to see these competition with the pros and then to know like down the street is a place where they can go um they can go every week it's like you know this tournament it's a it's a gift it's a gift to the 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 past and and present and future Japanese communities, right? Uh, because like the the day it's gonna be done is the is like a a day of remembrance of the Japanese internment camps. You know, here in, in San Diego, you know, um, for Japanese community members they got the orders to to like go to go turn yourself in to be incarcerated. You know, yeah. and um, and for us, like, is you know, I can always count on JJ to push back against like. Um, uh, any anti-Asian rhetoric when folks be like, oh, <laughs> you know, this this sport just came out of nowhere. I'm a, uh, you know, and it's just like, no. <laughs> we we had we we had to do a lot of like researching because um it there was prior to um World War II, there there were a lot of uh sumo tournaments in California. Yeah. Yeah. And and we it's like a hole in the internet. You can't figure out anything about it. We do have a really good um, historical society, Japanese historical so society in San Diego that we've partnered with uh, to make sure that all of our history is corrected. Yeah, oh, like, that is so cool. They used to bring pros here to do uh, sumo festivals and then, um, you know, speaking to like the resilience, um, the resilience of oppressed people, even in the internment camps, mm -hmm. uh, Japanese folks still had sumo tournaments. They still had, yeah, they still yeah. did it in the camps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when they were finally released from being unjustly incarcerated, um, you know, the police would come to anything that was Japanese and like, jam people up arrest yeah. teachers and stuff like that yeah. so you know it's not lost on jj and i as black people who are in deep love with black people and asian people and like all of our oppressed and, and poor loved ones um it's not lost on us uh still being like yo uh fuck you oppressed fuck you oppressor um we gonna come out here we're going to do sumo. We're going to honor our culture and we're going to honor those who came before us. So it's a it's a love letter to, you know, um, our Japanese community worldwide and like, you know, Asian loved ones. Right, too. Um, and it's a love. It's a love letter to to little kids who want to do, you know, who want to do things outside of what they were programmed or assigned to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, coming up, I definitely was. It was like, oh, Christina, 
you can marry a, f- a football player. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, can I? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think that's that. okay, guys. I married a Jaduka. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a sumo star, and it was it was only for his fame, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he had me on the first date with a black belt. I thought it was, <laughs> <laughs> was a euphemism, but I learned it was real. <laughs> so, yeah, a love a love letter to all those things and to those curious kids who turned into like just curious and amazing adults. Like mm. that's what we want, and and yeah, that's what we we hope so much with our tournament, like. That folks are just blown away. That interest is sparked. Oh, that is so badass. I love that. Well, if people wanted to know more about you guys and what you do and your foundation and even the tournament, uh, where could they find you? Oh, oh okay. Oh. <laughs> um, you can find us at uh, sandiegosumo.com. Uh, that's San Diego as in the city. Uh, sumo <laughs> as in the thing that we do. And dot com as in uh, the internet. (laughs) Um, And um, from there, you'll see our whole mission statement in Sumo. Um, Soon the foundation will be added to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm the webmaster. So, of course, it takes a second. Um, You can also follow us on uh, Instagram. Probably the best way to get a hold of us at uh, Honu Sumo. Uh, Let's see. And that's H O N U sumo. Um, Honu has like the little turtle. Um, and if you wanted to send us an email, probably the second best way outside of DMs is uh honusumo at gmail.com. And again, if you wanted to just leave a message on the website, sandiegosumo.com, that works too. Either which way, it all comes to us and uh, we'll get back to you usually within. 12 hours or so. And if people wanted to watch your fantastic Why Sumo series featuring Sabrina from Sumo Punks, really (laughs) full of whiskey, (laughs) where could they find that? You will be able to find that on our YouTube channel, Maximum Effort Studios. And there will be a link in the description of this video. Hell yeah, there will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right guys it's it's been so great as always we're gonna go ahead and let you go now but we can't wait for the socal open you guys have very happy holidays and take care we'll talk to you again soon love you guys so much you love you too and if you want to find us online you can go to any social media we are on facebook we are on twitter we are on instagram we are sumo punks, and that's punks with an X for extra sex. You can also email us, which is sumopunks at gmail.com. If you wanted to buy a t-shirt or a fridge magnet or a shower curtain, you can go to our Redbubble store or our Tee Public store. Yeah. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube, where we post all kinds of pro and amateur sumo video content. And if you're going the YouTube route, make sure you like, you subscribe, you do the the bell thing, get all notifications, all videos, whatever, but subscribe. And if you like this episode, give us a five-star rating. It helps other people find us and enjoy us as well. All right. So until next time. Bye. Bye.